pictures did right by Sold I to the merchant ships Minutes after they took I From the bottomless pit But my head was made strong From the hand of the Almighty We've bowed in this generation Triumphantly Won't you help to sing These songs of freedom Cause all I ever had Redemption songs Redemption songs Emancipate ourselves from mental slavery None but ourselves can free our minds Have no fear for atomic energy None of them can stop the time How long shall they kill our prophets While we stand beside and look Some say it's just a part of it We got to fulfill the book Won't you help to sing These songs of freedom Cause all I I hope that you are well. I have Robert Antonellis on today, and we are going to talk about the Idaho murders and the connection to the deep state. So as you know, Robert has been on before, and I'm excited to have him on again. He has done a remarkable amount of 
research on the satanic underpinnings of the deep state. And as you know, the deep state includes other countries, um, not just the United States. So it's pretty interesting and nothing is a coincidence. So without further ado, we're going to get right into it. Hey, everybody. How are you? Thank you for joining us today. I have my friend Robert here today. I'm so hey. excited to have him on. <laughs> yeah. Always a good time, Robert. How you been? <laughs> I'm in good. I've been good, Jamie. Good, Great to see you. Good. Great. I'm doing okay. You know, just taking it day by day, trying hey. to stay in the present so oh, you nice. don't get so caught up in everything that's going on because it's so oh, much it's so, so much, much. <laughs> so tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and the research that you've done and then you can go into explaining everything that sounds great um jamie thank you so much for the introduction um my biggest body of work truly is the book that i co-authored called fortress harvard think tank for royal revenge and if i could just share my screen quick i can quickly show them uh you know my book cover and um can you see that cover right there sure can excellent let me start closing some things down i was expecting a different screen to open up too bad um yeah so there is the book cover which allows me to basically speak, I, mean, I could talk in volumes, okay? I'm not mm -hmm. going to. Uh, about 9 11, uh, we're here to talk about Moscow, Moscow, Idaho. That's the topic at hand right now. And what I'm going to do is see if I can get my presentation running. And we're going to be talking about, okay, let's see if we can do that. Oh, wow. Right here, slideshow. And I'm going to do the slideshow and see if it starts from the beginning. Uh, that was actually the final slide. Here we go. Perfect. And so this is about Moscow, Idaho, and how interesting it is when I discovered that the alleged killer, uh, Koberger, is from Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. And that is what brought him right into the heart of my research. You aren't going to believe it, Jamie. You're going to be like <laughs> cookie cutter. Okay, you always so blow my mind. Started with this. And I wanted, I want to make it interesting. And I want it to be something that people will share. And I would hope to get this information into the hands of the families of the victims of the uh, Idaho massacre. Because it is the first time we're hearing actual discussions about an actual potential motive for this monster that massacred wow. four people and left one survivor. So here we go. Let me leave that for three seconds because um, we're using plenty of other images. Mm -hmm. So here we are. We're, we're, we're going to try to answer the question why. And I'm not going to get into a lot of the details. I'm, I'm hoping that people that are watching this, they know plenty because it's very, uh, very, uh, Everybody's talking about it right now. Right. And we're going to be talking about why. Why? So why was he so far from home at the Washington State University? And why 
Pullman, Washington. That's where he lived. We're going to talk about all these things. And he lives in Albrightsville, Pennsylvania. That's where the arrest was made. So um, we're going to talk about what, what evil forces created his brand of hatred. Because you you know it's, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also some kind of war on womanhood. And we're going to see why. Oh my don't forget, God! Don't forget, there's a there were four four people killed. One of them one of them was a man, but you know the the inhabitants inhabitants were women, mostly right? women. Well, all women. Yeah. Right. So when somebody's planned this, and he seems to may have planned it at least six months prior. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so did he relocate to WSU to commit the murder? So in other words, we're going to talk about that. Did he come from Pennsylvania? For this, you're going to see it. You're going to be like, "Oh my God, this is huge." So, um, and so basically, that's the essence of it. Why did he commit? Why did he murder four students in Moscow, Idaho, of all places? Um, and guess what? We're going to wrap it up. as we get close to the end. You're going to see that by some definition, this was a Halloween massacre. But so again, it's not a timeline of events. I'm not doing that, but I'm I cover some of these details. Uh, but big questions, which I've just presented to you, they need big answers, right? Absolutely. And so Robert, yep. let me just let the uh, listeners know right off the bat. So Robert has done extensive um, research into the satanic underpinnings of the deep state. So a lot of things that he has, has done has created basically a timeline from century to century to century and events that have occurred. So Robert will probably go back and reference these from time to time. And it may feel like he might be going off topic, but he's not. He will definitely come back around mm-hmm. and tie it all up in a nice little times. bow. So just is a try to pin. pay attention and, you know, it all, all right. come together. I promise. All right. So this is the house where he was arrested. Albrightsville, Pennsylvania. And again, quite a long distance, isn't it? 2,500 miles. So as soon as I heard the name Moscow, uh, I've been following the Moscow massacre, but as soon as I heard that he was from Pennsylvania, everything started to fit because I've done extensive research because of the 9-11 blood trail in exactly that part of Pennsylvania. And um, just so you know, Jay Parker of Matrix Warriors has... I later found, after I had made many discoveries in that area, that he had already described that part of Pennsylvania as um, and northern Delaware as a place of intense occult activity. So, um, wow, this is Jay Parker. So he's just confirming what I say. But here's his quote at the bottom: "There's a strong concentration of occult activity, and Dupont, I'm sorry, Dupont loyalists. That's a very rich family." Yes, it is. A very secret family. And, and I know and Robert, yep. the DuPonts are connected to D- Delaware. Well, exactly. So the DuPont DuPont loyalists from southeastern PA down to northern Delaware. Hey, that's Joe that's Joe Biden's lifeline. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna be going through that. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. so wait and see Joe Biden's lifeline. My research suggests that he lived only a few miles away. From all this, and that he, you're going to see, I believe he transferred the goriness 
of prior anti-women murders from PA to Idaho. You're not going to believe it. Um, so, you know, why did you move all the way to Washington State? You know, that's a, just an abstract question. When so much higher education could have been found in Boston, New York, and much of the eastern seaboard, right? I mean, usually you want to drive like three or four hundred miles, you know, three or four hours so that your parents can come on a weekend. You know what I'm saying? That's just kind of conventional. What is it about Washington in particular? Well, here's something interesting. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Egyptian, the Washington Monument, it's the largest Egyptian obelisk in the world, 555 feet. And it's a strong Islamic uh, statement against Christianity, isn't it? An Egyptian obelisk. Now, here is, um, here is the streets wow. as they are laid out in Washington, D.C. I don't know if you've seen this. I think you have. Mm -hmm. Um uh, I didn't invent this. I didn't discover this. It's a broken pentagram. In other words, the roads are all covered up in the star, except for one on the left. Um, it's very interesting. Now, if you notice, the upper right-hand corner is a circle. Mm -hmm. That's a, There's two circles. The first one, Logan Circle, I'll just talk about that quickly. Um, the Logan Act is when someone violates the Logan Act, they've committed high treason, and um, which is kind of interesting that they chose Logan Circle, right? Um, and if you remember, when Donald Trump was first accused of this Russia collusion hoax, there was one politician in Washington that had the, I call it the honor, to be the first to drop the Logan Act violation bomb. Do you know who that was? No. It was the vice president of the United States at that time under Obama, <gasps> because that's how old that Russia collusion hoax was. It happened during the Obama administration. So Joe and Biden... It was Joe Biden who said about Donald Trump, uh, maybe he violated the Logan Act. And how interesting that that happened to be. And also how interesting it is that on 9-11-2001, I live in Boston, of course, I take flights out of Logan Airport all the time. So interesting confluence of names, Logan. And it was Logan Airport where the two flights were hijacked allegedly and allegedly crashed into the Twin Towers. You know, that's a whole story for another day but the point of the matter is um logan airport is very connected to what may be the biggest logan act violation in history so now the second circle the second tip is called dupont circle how odd is that huh wow interesting isn't it and i mean you're so both of these circles have direct connection to Pennsylvania, because I didn't mention Joe Biden is from Pennsylvania. He's from Scranton, Pennsylvania. We're going to be talking about Scranton as a very dark place and connected to this man, uh, Brian Koberger. So what can you do to this triangle? I mean, you don't have to answer it. To make it even more Pennsylvania? I'll show you. 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, right? That's the White House. So it's very interesting. So here is Koberger, who lived in Washington State, Unit G. And as you know, G is a big digit for the secret societies, Freemasons, and so forth. He chose to live in Pullman, Washington. And we're going to be talking about eights, eight, eight. I mean, I, I call them crazy eights. I mean, I, I just can't believe the frequency of the number eight in this whole uh, Mon uh, Moscow, Idaho massacre. 
Uh, but here, right here, is uh, Moscow is on the east. That's Idaho. And then Washington, Pullman, Washington on the west. Eight miles due west. Now, so why did he choose to live where he lived? You may know, you may not know that you can describe it now, apparently, a man as a witch. So it's not just, you know, witches and warlocks. A witch can be a man. So really? Yes, yes. So was he I that's his initials, BCK, by the way. Yeah. Was he acting as the wicked witch of the West? Uh, we'll see. We're gonna talk more about that. Because that has precedence. That claim, that question has precedence that's gonna tie right back to Pennsylvania. So again, here he is, eight miles. So just remember that eight from Moscow. Okay, so now we're going to Joe Biden's birthplace. Scranton, Pennsylvania. It was when he, it was like the maybe the next day after he was declared to be uh, under arrest. And I said, wait a sec, does Pennsylvania have a Moscow in it? Because like, who would think of that? Well, guess what? There's a Moscow, Pennsylvania. And guess how far away it is from Scranton? It's eight miles and change, right? It's, there it is. It's like... <laughs> Talk about proximity. Uh, is that a coincidence or what? And that was Joe Biden. So this is this is not something that the this killer, like he did these things, like they evolve, they effervesce, they they learn from others and they're guided. Wait a, wait a minute, Robert. But mm -hmm. it actually is it actually is eight miles because of the linear line. Yeah, that's the only way I would do it. Linear. Yeah. Because linear, these are these are from the maps. This is how right. The roads didn't exist in those days. These things are all done right. by the enemy. So a lot of people think our founding fathers created the 13 colonies. Not true. It was the opposite. It was the British. Mm -hmm. It was the arch enemy of American rep yep. self-representation that laid out the colonies. And it was the loyalists that we're going to be looking at that started to place these towns uh, where they were placed and when they were placed there. So Coburger lived, uh, so do, do you live eight miles from Moscow? I don't think so. I don't. Coburger lived near Moscow two times over, right? Why the fascination? Is that why he chose WSU? Is it possible? Um, so exact, So when did he start planning his attack? Was it before he even chose what university he was going to go to? We don't know. Um, and now we're going to begin to talk about a town near his home in Pennsylvania. So now we're in Pennsylvania, and his home is lower right. I already showed you his house, Albrightsville, Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. and Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania, which we're going to be talking about uh, because it's it's kind of at the center of a lot of anti women, anti woman hatred and murders. And it just so happens that he's 21 miles that Wilkes Bar, which you're going to discover, birthplace of Mary Jo Kopechny. That's right. The woman who Ted Kennedy supposedly was drunk, womanizing. He drove off a bridge, left her to die. That's the Hollywood version. As you'll see, it was a long plan. But 21 miles northwest of his home where he was arrested is Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania, which is at the apex, I believe, of... Um, a lot of very dark uh, truths about the hidden history of the United States. 
So um, Albrightsville makes you think, you know, kind of Illuminati, right? Albrightsville, Illuminativille. Um, and so that's where he lived, was arrested. Uh, so Mary Jo Kopechny, the woman who died, allegedly at the hands of Ted Kennedy in the car that was owned by Ted Kennedy's mother, Delmont 88, a black Delmont 88. She died two days after the moon launch, two days before the moon landing. And I believe she was a stand-in for the white Catholic heterosexual virgin, Mary. We're going to talk about that. Um, but she was born in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, which I just showed you. It was 21 miles north of northwest of Illuminativille. Okay, and so I yep. want to just interject. So these, there's a significance with the word, or excuse me, with the number 21. Yeah. And it means great wickedness of rebellion and sin. I believe that. After the children of Israel left Egyptian bondage. So here we go with the Egyptian connection. Yeah, I believe that. We're going to talk they about had, 777. Yeah, they uh, had 21 major rebellious events as they wandered the wilderness. Right. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Three broken columns. It's 777 mm -hmm. is 21. And we're going yeah. to get to that actually in the final slide. We're going to talk about 777 again and 21. Um, but you'll see these numbers repeat over and over again. So here is the lifeline of Mary Jo Kopechny, born in the West, sacrificed in the East. That's Chappaquiddick on Martha's Vineyard Island. And the question I ask is, does the radical left see the Virgin Mary? She was a stand-in for the Virgin Mary. Do they see the Virgin Mary as the wicked witch of the West? You see how there's a now suddenly this connection between that question, which is outrageous, and how Koberger seems to have been positioning his own education and himself to be what appeared to be as the wicked witch of the West for a Monroe, uh, Moscow, Idaho. So um, here he is again, just quickly. West. So it was Koberger acting as the Wicked Witch of the West. Uh, here is her, Mary Jo. That's where she was sacrificed. Uh, let's take a quick look at Chappaquiddick. The, what we're told it was an Indian name, right? Chappaquiddick. So you you hear it's Indian name, you kind of your eyes roll over. You just don't even have any basis to evaluate that word. Well, guess what? It's four British words. Okay, and even if Indians use it as their name, the British have been hating us. This is so long. This is the occult. They very likely chose the name, gave it to the Indians. The Indians started using it. And saying, hey, it's an Indian name. Four British words. They even um, have two P's and two D's in it, which means they're distinct words. Chap is a British fellow. Pa is a father, and it's Pennsylvania. And oh, by the way, I, I probably don't mention it anywhere else. Massachusetts, what is that? Ma. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Pa and yep. Ma. So um, quid is the smallest denomination British currency. And, you know, the last one is a, a way to say male aroused, an aroused male. Um, so basically, uh, Chapa Quiddick means man on boy prostitution. I mean, what else could it mean? The smallest denomination British paper currency is like a dollar. Okay, um, this is not a coincidence. This is the agenda that's going on. It's obvious. Oh it's a, yeah, God. but is it, it's what it is. It's been going on. They're obsessed. Before, see, people think, oh, we had the revolution. We liberated ourselves from British control. Good no, luck. 
We didn't because they were already here underground, secret societies. That's how they're going to claw back this continent, which is called the New World. Hence, I don't think I'll mention it anywhere. The New World Order, the ancient order for the New World. I mean, we're not, this is the most valuable piece of property in the world, in the, in the, in the stratosphere. I mean, anywhere in the universe, okay? The most valuable piece of property in, is the New World. And, and they want Robert, it back. Do me a yep. favor. Repeat that again. Which the part? New World Order is. Oh. Uh, basically of the ancient ancient order for the new world right so we're dealing with ancient blood uh bloodlust bloodlines and bloodlust that is correct thank you for pointing that out and anytime you want to interject something i don't want to you know skip over anything um so last question we're going to see more and more of joe biden as we go through this it's going to make you start thinking my god did hunter also shower with his father because Hunter's behavior sure makes you think he was abused as a, as a youth. His 12-year-old sister, in her diary, described that she took showers with her father, Joe Biden. So what happened to Hunter? What happened to Bo when they were young boys? <laughs> wow. So this is Joe Biden. How many times have you seen... Let me ask you this question. How many times have you ever seen... Donald Trump eating an ice cream cone. I think you're probably going to say zero. Never. Exactly. How many times you've seen? How many times you've seen Joe Biden eating an ice cream cone? All the time. I would say, yeah, dozens and dozens and dozens. They talk about it. What flavor do you have? I embellish. Sorry, not all the time. I've well, have seen at, him more than once, more than twice, well, more than yeah, three I think times. It's more like a hundred. But look, <laughs> look at the uh, this pedophile code language. I don't know anything about this stuff, but oh, it, it was still about God. six years ago during what they call the Pizzagate thing. Yep. Ice cream, male prostitute. Isn't that strange? So these are the videos that if people that are watching want to email me at the end, I can get them uh, a URL to my the videos I create. I help create. You know, I'm mostly mainly created with a little bit of help. Uh, these videos, there's actually a connection. There's actually connections between Mary Jo Kopechny and the murder of Martin Luther King and the murder of John F. Kennedy Jr. Oops. Who, by the way, he accidentally, his plane went down 30 years after the moon launch. And you'll understand the significance of that as we see Mary Jo was sacrificed two days after the moon launch. It's all very big. Um, can I interject mm-hmm. one one other yeah. fact? John F. Kennedy Jr. was running for Senate and that is the seat that Hillary Clinton won. Well, Do you understand? That's a that's a whole other subject. Let's leave that. Yeah. Let's leave that for for some other day because I, no, I believe, yeah, definitely. I just I believe he was sacrificed that. because when these people want you done, and my video shows yep. he, he they got him. But anyway, um, let's continue. Uh, I have a, another version, a shorter version of that same video. Does the Joe Biden trail? lead to Mary Jo. And oh, by the way, it's a good time to mention um, his middle name. Did you know his middle name was Robinette? Robinette. Isn't that a funny name for a boy? It's a funny name for a puppet. It sounds like a, yeah, it sounds like a girl. Mm -hmm. And if you were to be literal, it looks like two words, Robin, which means thief. Mm -hmm. Little thief. A girly Little thief. That's wow. Joe Biden's middle name. It's very strange. 
So we're going to talk about, um, and here I got the, Joe Biden's birthplace as a satanic vortex. We're going to talk about that. And we're going to ask, did the occult create Koberger? And did he export their war on women? I mean, it's like he didn't invent, he didn't invent it. But it, did, he, did he export their war on women from Eastern PA to destroy the innocence of Snow White, Idaho? I should have put a question mark at the end. And that date was, of course, November the 13th of last year. Um, and again, Crazy Eight's discussion. It was eight days. Remember, he lives eight miles west. Remember, Moscow is eight miles in both directions, Pennsylvania and also in, in Idaho. And eight days before the murder, that's when, well, I should say, Eight days before his 28th birthday is when the murder took place. So a lot of eights in there. And, and Robert, just, can you share the significance from a demonic, satanic um, standpoint of the letter eight? Well, we're going to kind I of mean, get to that. Eight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's like infinity. It's basically, it's yeah. an infinity. We're going to do that. I have a, a chart on that. And um, let me just get through this piece. The car that Mary Jo Kopechny died in was a Delmont 88. And the license, look at that, twin sevens. We already talked about three sevens. Twin sevens are twin broken columns. Between the twin broken columns, there's 820. And that's her age, 28 backwards, but it's also these pervs, you know, they say, hey, H is the eighth letter. You can replace the eight with the H. So when you do that, Oh, by the way, let's first do this. Delmont is slang for male sodomy. Delmont, 88, is slang for male sodomy. But Mary Jo's age was 28. And look, when you replace the H, the 8 in the license plate with H, what do you get? H2O. Wow. You get water. She was sacred. So it was long plan. Like they, they, they implant fingerprints because they have so many years and decades and maybe centuries to plan things and they want to get their own little fingerprint in there so that it can be figured out by somebody because they don't think um, a good guy is ever going to figure it out. <laughs> but it's like they're sticking it all in our faces. So let's go back to Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania, the birthplace of Mary Jo. Uh, and we're going to find another murder right in Koberger's backyard. And this one I only became aware of in October of 2022. And so she was sacrificed two days after, like I told you. And um, these killers had with halves. I didn't tell you Martin Luther King Jr. He was April the 4th, okay? 4-4-44, half of 88. But there's a lot more on that that we'll talk about some other day. Um but they split the distance and ages and time periods, and they do all this. And you'll ask about the dead centerpiece. She was two days before, two days after. Does V stand for Vulcan or is it for Virgin or for both? I mean, because it is both. He's got two Vs right there. Um, and here we are. at. Um, we're going to get to that girl. I think I added some slides. Because, and, and the girl that was murdered, she's coming up still. But here's Scranton. You've seen this already. Um, you know, and there's a couple of extra slides in there. Uh, let's just talk about the lifeline of Joe when you combine it with the lifeline of Mary Joe. 
See, here's here's her lifeline. See, they were both born in Scranton, Wilkes-Barre. That's the nickname of Wilkes Bar, right? It's 16 miles apart, so that's why I make it a single dot. Uh, east to west, that's her lifeline. North to south is his lifeline. And so this is what's called sacred geometry. And talk about sacred geometry. N- Delaware, the northern Delaware, is a. it was drawn by a compass. And this was in 1638. So this is nothing new. Joe Biden didn't invent this. And neither did this Koberger. But the, they were invented, created by those who made this, what you're going to see as a monstrosity. Um, and there's what you get on the right when you combine Joe Biden's lifeline with Mary Jo's lifeline. How interesting that the original Mason-Dixon line isn't much, isn't very far away. There's something going on. And we could talk more about that some other day. Um, and here's Joe Biden's lifeline as it relates to the real Virgin Mary. Because that's what uh, Mary Jo Kopechny was a stand-in for the real Virgin Mary. And so he's in the north, Scranton. In the south is um, Greenville, Delaware. Dead center, which is halfway, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, where Christians, Catholics believe um, the Virgin Mary Mm -hmm. gave birth to Jesus Christ. And And this is 1741. So, I mean, the, the hatred for Christianity predates the formation of the United States. Okay, so just keep that in mind. 1741, um, and just so there was no confusion about the meaning of Bethlehem, they put Nazareth, where Jesus Christ lived, just northeast of Bethlehem. How interesting is that? Now, this is more crazy aids. The distance, what do you think the distance is between Bethlehem and Nazareth? Yeah, it's eight miles. It's wow. it's eight miles. It's eight miles. And oh, by the way, how do you get from Bethlehem today to Nazareth, Pennsylvania? Oh, you take Route Nine, one ninety one, and it's a similar nu- numerology. Instead of nine eleven meaning meaning extreme challenge to strength and stability, one nine one means divide and conquer. And so that means this. The people that built this are dividing America, mm-hmm. conquering America by dividing uh, us from our Christian past. Now, how interesting it is that Robert E. Lee issued what was known as the Lost Dispatch, and that was 191. And the order at Antietam, which is northern Maryland, was to his two armies to divide See, 191, divide, and then conquer. Well, guess what happened? That, or, that order never was never found. It got lost. That's why it's called the Lost Dispatch. It was found by a Union soldier. I mean, come on. Robert E. Lee gives us an order that should go to two of his generals, and it gets dropped out of somebody's rucksack in a cigar box and is found on a busy trail by a union soldier come on someone didn't want somebody some freemasonic person who understood what 191 was did not want robert e lee to cross the mason dixon line remember i showed you because robert e lee was allegedly you know if he had won at antietam he was going to go into pennsylvania and he was going to take harrisburg the capital of pennsylvania and the war would have been over 
Do you see how that works? Mm-hmm. So one nine one was the last dispatch that turned out to be Antietam turned out to be the bloodiest battle in the Civil War. So now we're talking back at Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania, the birthplace of Mary Jo Kopechny, and we're going to see this poor girl who's named Joan Marie Diamond, and she vanished 21 days before the moon launch. So 21 and then two more for Mary Jo. So there's a 23 days. So this was a 1969 moon launch-related sacrifice. Wow. And she was found... Um, her body was found about 10 years ago. So they, she just got, she told her parents, she lived right there in Wilkes, Wilkes-Barre, Wilkes-Barre. And she told her parents that she was going to take a walk at the park after dinner, after supper. And um, she was never seen again. And then 10 years ago, they found her body for a little bit further Southwest, which is very, that made perfect sense to me because of the way they location and, direction and orientation are all so important and that's why southwest was the right direction for her where she uh, you know they they the police said that there was signs of foul play and that uh means basically it was some sort of occult sacrifice that happened to that poor girl so 21 days before the launch so um she was 14 years old so you know the halvesies you know they they're, they're basically it's about dividing the virgin. I mean, I've never seen this before. I've done a lot of research into these people. This one with Mary Jo Kopechny is the only one I've seen with this fascination for dividing numbers in half. Martin Luther King, half 44, half of 88. 44 repeats in many other places too. So I know it's not a an accident. 14, that's half of her age, Mary Jo Kopechny's age of 28 and 28 happens to be the age of um this idaho killer alleged idaho killer uh who committed the murder eight hour eight days before his birthday so here we go i mean this is joan marie in wilkes bar versus mary joe who was born in wilkes bar and so um mirror image i think so so again, 21 miles from Koberger's home in Albright's. We're going to see more of that. Wow. So um, what what you're seeing is fingerprints. Yep. And of those who murder by digit, which means it's the it's the most gruesome form of cold blooded murder. Yeah, and, because it's so premeditated. But yeah, absolutely, all it is is premeditation, and. It's premeditation of the actual act. And sometimes they do identify the people that they're going to, you know, sacrifice. But mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know if that's the case here in Idaho, but we'll get to that. <laughs> well, he, I think his hatred came from Pennsylvania. So he, mm-hmm. he exported the he exported the hatred to Snow White, Idaho, is what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I believe these monsters raised Koberger. I believe they guided him to carry forward their hatred by making their hatred into his hatred. So here's the interject something about, Go ahead. The, about the accused. Yeah, sure. So my sister-in-law knows someone that went to high school with him and he was a very quiet person, but he was bullied a lot. 
And oh, yeah. these are the types of individuals that, you know, we have our uh, CIA that try to identify for false flags and whatnot. So mm. it's very, very sinister. No, I believe it. And I know that there's deep CIA connections to some other horrific murders like mm-hmm. Charles Manson. Jonestown. And, oh, absolutely. Jonestown. Yep. And and even, you know, anytime there's a single, you know, single shooter, Lee Harvey Oswald. Yep. He was not, he was not, he wasn't even pulling the trigger. I can promise you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could talk and talk. <laughs> absolutely. A patsy, as he described himself. Yep. So let's talk about the household because people are saying like he targeted someone in the household and maybe he did. I suspect it was KG, to be honest with you, because of the initials. Uh, I've done a lot of work on the letter K, actually, (laughs) written about it. It's a very dangerous letter. Um, K is the 11th letter and it has, it delivers a payload. And I think G, that was his attraction to her. And that's one of the reasons why he chose G, but that's another subject for right now. I want to talk about what if he chose, what if he was targeting the household and there was the number 1122, which is interesting, 1122 King road. So how could that be? Well, let's talk about 1122. Um, JFK was shot on November the 22nd, 1963. And if you ask a third grader, what's the next two digits in the sequence? They're going to say 33, right? Isn't that the much heralded number, the goal of Freemasons? So that's just kind of curiosity. Yeah, right? Freemasons and I'm sure others too. So it's just a, an observation. And then you have another factor with that date, 11-22-1963. Our cal- we use the Gregorian calendar. There's no law that says that occultists need to use the Gregorian calendar. And I suspect they have many calendars that they use for various whatever sacrifices or procedures or whatever protocols. So that's the question. What else do they follow? Well, if you look at that date, see at the bottom says the Gregorian, November the 22nd, it equates, this is Kennedy, equates to November the 9th. That was very interesting. That's interesting. Why is that interesting? Because um, it's the ninth day of the 11th month. Mm-hmm. And see, so many significant 9-11 events throughout wow. history were not September the 11th. They were actually either, in the case of Germany, November the 9th, or they were straight ninth day of the 11th month, like the destructions of the right. first and second temples of Jerusalem on the Hebrew calendar is the month of Av, was the and 11th right. month. It was and, a, uh, hmm? and just to interject, this flip-flopping and this duality is something that is very, very prominent in the satanic uh, world. Is oh, absolutely. The, absolutely. Yeah. And I would say definitely um, the CIA knew this because the CIA, they know a lot, okay? And there, uh, there's a lot of very dark people that work for the CIA and actually help to create the CIA. Yeah. So I can guarantee you when they chose the day, November the 22nd, and you can do that in any way. I mean, like, 
you pick an event when you know he has to be there. So now, you know, he's going to be in Dallas, right? So, you, so uh, it was scheduled. They knew about this uh, 9-11. So in Julian Day format, it's 9-11-1963. Oh, well. So it just so happens wow. that, um, you know, I this was just kind of a, you know, a lark. You know, I said, okay, what happens if you consider the house number to be the date? And you, you'll find the same exact thing, that that date translates to 9-11-2022. What a day for a massacre. So did a criminology student, Koberger, understand this? I don't know. Did someone guide him to this house location for its hidden meaning? Who knows? Um, So what about Koberger's choice of the date of the massacre? So, So this is the house. We're talking about the house as it relates to date. But now we're going to talk about the actual date of the murder. And that was November the 13th, right? Well, right? What happens when you do the same date conversion to Julian for November the 13th, the date of the massacre? Guess what? You get October the 31st. Uh It was a Halloween massacre. The Moscow massacre was a hidden Halloween massacre for those who know do you understand what i'm saying for those who understand it was a halloween massacre and i just happened to put this picture up there from a um another halloween massacre and this was 1978 and it just so happened just coincidentally four were dead gee just like in moscow and there's one survivor oh isn't that funny and this was November 1st, 1978, which was right, the day November. after the massacre. Oh my God. Yeah. So the next yeah, prior so day yeah. was the Halloween. There was a Halloween night massacre. Oh, my God. All right. So let's continue. So there you are in that date. So in crazy eight. So I just want to review this, the crazy eight. So you get your infinity. When I chose that image for this slideshow, I thought this looks kind of curious. The the infinity symbol looks kind of suspicious. And it made me dig up this image right here. <laughs> wow. It's kind of curious, don't you think? They're watching. In other words, they're That's watching. Great. So the infinity sign itself means we're going to be watching. You see, these are these are encoded messages for the secret society to keep the people obedient. We're watching you f- forever. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, Koberger turned 28. So I'm just going to summarize the eights, the crazy eights. The same age as Mary Jo Kopechny, 28, who was born in Wilkes Bar, 21 miles from his home in Albrightsville. He planned his murder for many months, and it turned out to be eight days before he himself turned 28. He lived eight miles west of Moscow, Idaho. And Moscow, Pennsylvania, is eight miles from Scranton, Pennsylvania. I mean, this is another oddity. His last four numbers in the cell phone he was using that he selected, because you always pick the cell phone number, right? You pick it. And um, he chose 8458. Lots of crazy eights. So here in conclusion, I'm saying Koberger seems to have intentionally or unintentionally exported an ancient war on women and womanhood 
from eastern Pennsylvania to successfully destroy the innocence of Snow White, Idaho. But you know what? There's a lot more people in America, and not just Idaho, but lots of more people in America that said, you know what? I think it's time to get a ring. It's time to get a ring uh, camera. Yeah. yeah. And uh, let me tell you, it's going to change. It's just it changes the world. Every, the, everything is public. Everything is um, recorded. Changes. It's going to. It changes us. Anyway, so he also extended the hidden history of Scranton, Pennsylvania, as a basically a, as a black hole, a form of satanic vortex, by delivering a unique brand of evil and hatred completely foreign to Americans and America. Do you see? That's why it's such big news. It rips at the fabric of our society and our civilization. It's so contra. It's so foreign. And what I prove here, it is foreign. It's ancient. It's from a different world. Yeah. It's a different brand of hatred that didn't come from America, even though it may have come from Americans or people that claim to be Americans, you know, born and maybe loyal to another um, potentate or evil force, they masquerade as Americans, and they're part of, um, they have their loyalties to, you know, something that's much darker and much more powerful. But isn't that fascinating how um, I believe this uh, massacre in Moscow, it didn't come from Idaho, didn't come from Washington State, it was ancient in its origins. Yeah, and it's always been an ancient hatred for women and the children that we as women bear. That's right. And Christianity as a as a representation. So Christianity yeah. and the Virgin Mary is in a sense is like a representation of that we need to be kind. We need to be considerate to not just the children, but the women. And we have this concept of a knight in shining armor where, um, you know, nobility, when you are a knight and you um, protect and would sacrifice your life even to, to protect a woman. And that's what's been under attack here. So I've got a few more things I want to show you. Oh, yeah. So this, if people want to reach me, uh, that's me. They can send an email if they want to, if they have comments or if they have info, new information or or if they want to even attend a, a webinar or something like that. Spirit of America 99 at yahoo.com. Um, and there's a couple of bonus things I threw in here just out of, <laughs> out of, out of interest because it all fit. It just all fits. So, so, so just, just like, what was that? Saturday? Was it Friday night or was it Saturday? I'm losing my track now. I think it was Saturday. Was it Saturday night? No, it was because I it was, it, was night, it was Friday night. That's yeah. right. It was Friday night when the Republicans elected a Speaker of the House, mm-hmm. Kevin McCarthy. There he is right there. Not sure if he's going to make it over the finish line at that point. There was lots of rancor and debate, lots of it. And I don't know if you saw this picture, but it was getting physical. The guy on the right was about to scream and maybe punch of Matt Gates, and the gentleman on the left, I don't know their names, was really helping him. He was trying to like keep him talking, saying anything he was going to be really sorry for, and also to make sure he wasn't going to, it wasn't going to be punching. So I'm presenting this because of, I've heard a number of times 
people say, why can't the Republicans be more like the Democrats? See, look at all this open public laundry discussion, argument. Why can't we be more like Democrats? Nancy Pelosi would never have tolerated a single person not voting the way she intended them to vote, right? Of course not, because she's a uh, she's the mob boss. Well, exactly. And see, what I'm trying to reveal is they live in morbid fear. Yes, they do. The Democrat Party is a slave plantation. It's not just the black members. Every member lives in morbid fear of the Democrat Party. And people it's just like straight up slavery. It's and people like slavery. That's right. People like Nancy and Joe. You know, Joe doesn't. You think he's people think oh, he's a sleeper? Ah, oh, yeah. You saw his connections. And I'll just That's circle back quickly. I'll just circle back quickly because people say, you know, people that are very well informed. I got one guy on the radio here that in Boston is very. He's like, oh, the Biden administration. It's just the third term of the Obama administration. He he thinks that kind of solves that kind of answers everything. Like things went really bad with Obama, but he didn't have third term. The third term is Biden. But no, you see, Joe Biden was very dark and yeah. very evil well before and very well connected to people that are pulling the real people with the big money pulling the strings long before Obama was even born. So that's a very simple minded thing to say that um, the Biden administration, all it is, it's the third term. Of the Biden administration, how wrong is that? So it's um, the third term, it's the it's the rise of the Fourth Reich. Oh, of course. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's been rising, but it's been rising. The Fourth Reich's been, been rising, rising for a long time, longer and than just so, this administration. No, you're right. I mean, in a way, it is a third term because some of the some of the personalities and some of the people are actually mm-hmm. the same people. So, I mean, you can make that argument. It's not not like 100 percent wrong, but it's not. It's a short sighted, small minded view that keeps people from understanding the enormity of the problem. I agree with that. The age of the enemy. And so one thing I want to remind people is that national socialism is socialism. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason for that. So at the heart of the Democratic Party is abject fear. And too bad this gentleman wasn't more careful. It's widely believed he was the one, this is Seth Rich, that he was the one that leaked um, emails, Nancy, I'm sorry, um, Hillary's emails from the DNC yeah. in 2016. And then one day shot dead. And I don't think his wallet was taken. I think it's one of the same old thing like, oh, yeah, he's shot dead. I guess the guy didn't really want money. Um, so <laughs> yeah. this is every Democrat knows about this and every Democrat fears having the same fate. So let's see if there's something else here. Oh, yeah. So there's a couple more things I just threw in sort of as a bonus. There's 9-11 connections. So when I, everything I showed you, there's high treason that's going on. The Logan Act violations. I believe the Logan Act, is the reason they chose Joe Biden to be the first one to spill the beans about the Logan Act is because that's been his goal his entire life. Have everything he does in some way violate the Logan Act. And so... There were 9-11 events that involved, there's like three of them that involved this Mary Jo Kopechny. There was a um, a 9-11 attack on Martha's Vineyard where they stole 10,000 sheep oh, and 300 head of cattle. And you know where, you know where I believe those sheep were raised? 
Because remember, in those days, there was such a thing as wolves. Right? Yes. There were wolves on Martha's Vineyard. I can promise you that. And so I believe the sheep farm, the majority of the sheep farms in Martha's Vineyard were Chappaquiddick because it was an island within an island. You know what I'm saying? You could easily, and it was more, it was much more easy for farmers to say, or ranchers to say, okay, we got rid of all the wolves on Chappaquiddick. We can't, we can't put our sheep over on the big island because they're going to get eaten. But we can put it, so in other words, Chappaquiddick has a very interesting connection to a 9-11 attack, uh, graze raid onto that island. So then, then you go west, there was a massacre called the Sugarloaf Massacre. Wow. Bloody massacre on September the 11th, 1780. Not far away. And you're going to see how far away it was from the house of this monster, Koberger. Wow. You're not going to believe it, okay? We're going to get there, okay? This massacre was the bloodiest battle of the Revolutionary War. And there were no British soldiers. Those were those were British loyalists. See the guy with a with the hatchet? That's a hatchet on the left. He's got a hatchet. He's killing an American militia man who could be a farmer. He could be a baker. He could be a lawyer. Uh, he could be a blacksmith. But he just doesn't want the king taxing him, ruling his life. And he's sick and tired of it. So he's out on a walk. They were ambushed by the Indians. She was Indians, and they were Iroquois Indians, Seneca Indians. And they worked with the British loyalists to ambush these militiamen and then murder them, which is very unconventional in that war, to actually usually just take them as prisoners. It was already unconventional to murder your prisoners. It was much more uncommon to scalp them which they're doing, and last but not least, cannibalize them. And so it's believed that these American, supposedly American, British loyalists took part in the cannibalism of these people on September the 11th, 1780. It's called the Sugarloaf Massacre. So let's continue. You're not going to believe it, Jamie. You're going to be like, what? I'm just like, Okay, man. So, so let me tell you something. <sighs> Let me tell you something. He, this guy, Koberger, was furious, apparently, with his parents because they allowed the cookware to come in contact with meat. And you think, what? What? I mean, you can scrub it with soap if you're that kind of a vegan vegetarian or whatever you are. Why was he so afraid? Because he didn't want to ever have the taste of meat because it might bring out his cannibalistic urges. Can you believe that? Wow. And so that's why these images were made up by people. Idaho 4 killer, cannibal. Serial killer, Koberger the cannibal. So isn't that shocking? Wow. So um, that's a very interesting connection to the Sugarloaf Massacre that I just talked about. It's all high, high treason, okay? And so let's just look. Albrightsville is the dot on the right, the smaller map. You know, I just made a bigger version of it so you can see the name Albrightsville. Yeah. 
21 miles. The westernmost is is the little, it's called Middle Nescopec Creek in Luzerne County, Pennsylvania. That's the site of the Sugarloaf Massacre. I just showed you the image of it. 21 miles between where he his family chose to live and this epic, horrific criminal massacre of Americans. Wow. And see, this is the form, these loyalists are the ones that formed the Democrat Party. Okay, but that's a longer story. But you get the point of it. I mean, Joe Biden, he's he's their man. Like, well, who is somebody's pulling the strings? And now you're getting a much better idea of who. And so this is going to be the final slide, I think. And this was I'm glad we had a delay at the start because I had a chance to plot this and I discovered, oh my God. Oh my God. Lower right, lower right is Albrightsville. That's where he lives. That's where he was arrested. Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania, 21 miles northwest. That's where Mary Jo Kopechny was born. That's where Joan Marie Diamond vanished at the age of 14. Um, that's the city that's due west of Chappaquiddick, which we know is an island named to represent man on boy prostitution, father on son prostitution. And then when you go um, 21 miles due west, that's where you get a symbol of abject uh, treason by having militiamen, revolutionaries, not just um, ambushed, not just murdered, not just scalped, but cannibalized. So this right, and look at the 21 at the right. 21, of course, you know, means seven times three. Seven, seven, seven. Oh, yeah, I didn't. Oh, let me just finish by telling you about the big 1777 attack at Brandywine, Pennsylvania. You see, it's all right. Actually, Delaware. It's right near Joe Biden's house. Maybe I do have another wow. slide. Uh, let me tell you. See, on September the 11th, 1776, the British demanded we revoke the Declaration of Independence. One year later, bang, they hit there. So, this, so the 21 has direct connections to this pattern 777. I don't think I have any more slides to show. Um, wow. But Joe Biden's, just to just to tie it all up in a nice little bow, Joe Biden's first wife and first and youngest daughter were killed in a car accident. About 50 years ago, Hunter and Bo were wounded, injured. He had her buried at St. In De Northern Delaware, at a funeral home cemetery called St. Joseph's on the Brandywine. And like I said, 17, that 9-11 attack was the Brandywine massacre. So he's been celebrating treason. It's It's been his calling card, I believe, for his entire existence. Just wow. <laughs> that is all I have. Let me see if I can unshare my desktop. Well, maybe it is unshared. Is it unshared? Stop. Stop share. Uh, should I stop share? Uh, yeah, let me stop it. Okay, there you yeah, are. I got it. All right. So, uh, any questions? Any questions? <laughs> my God. You know, it just, because I know your research, you know, what you've done like century to century 
like how it's all connected it is absolutely fascinating and it truly does show the connection right and that these events maybe they didn't set out to you know i don't think that they had identified those girls in specific i think they were in the wrong place at the wrong time in my opinion and i mean unless you've seen something different from the affidavit i don't know affidavit excuse me i think they i think um, they fit into the model and yeah. I'm, i i just discovered this other halloween massacre that was just like last night i was pulling this thing together in the halloween massacre i mean i wonder if, who knows you never know but right. This guy, Koberger, allegedly yeah. saw this girl and then he walked away. Um, you never know if there's something about, because five is a pentagram. You never know. I, I don't know the significance of uh, the four and one, but I believe that they, um, I believe that they were in the wrong place at the wrong time. And I think the house, see, I think the city. Yeah. Moscow, I think the name Moscow is yeah. very relevant. Oh, and I think yeah. the physical location is very relevant. Okay, I'm going to tell you something in a minute about the name Moscow, just because this is a fun topic. Um, but I think the city, the name of the city where they lived, Moscow, is an issue. The location of it, so close to Washington, Washington State University, was yeah. a factor. I think the fact that they were all women living in the house was a factor. Is a possibility that the initials kg was a a point of interest for this creature um and well here here's something well kg kgb moscow cia oh, that's a very good uh, thank you that just came to me <laughs> i know you're right no thank you thank you right? and i'm going to tell you something that i thought was she's very interesting because um i was already just in november after this incident happened, the horror made me think, God, I got to talk to the New Jersey, the Pennsylvania State Police about this other girl. And that was the Mary, uh, Joan Marie Diamond. And I had no connection at that point because he hadn't been arrested yet. I had no idea he was from Pennsylvania. But I was just so horrified by the horror of what I saw in Idaho that I needed to reach out to them. And I have reached out to them. But I wanted to tell you, when I first heard about the um, the massacre, just like everybody else. This was, you know, a day or two after it happened. Um, I mean, I'm hearing about it immediately, of course, but, uh, you know, watching and then people are saying, we don't know who did it. Yeah. That's what we don't know. We don't know who did it. Who did it? So I had, you know, you have when you're, you know, you, I live alone. I think, to, you know, I, I am a free thinker. I know. And right? I, sometimes I have funny things that I think that, and I thought to myself, is that something very funny, stupid, when they're like, who could it? And then we knew about like what's going on in the Ukraine. The worst man on earth is who? Vladimir Putin. So my thought was maybe it's Vladimir Putin. You know, like ha ha ha. And it was a ha 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 kind of a joke. But as the weeks have evolved, I mean, especially after I discovered, hey, there's a Moscow, Pennsylvania, you know, after all this interrelationship, I started thinking about the word Moscow. Just the name Moscow. Like because the enemy is a lot older. We're talking thousands of years. Well, you know, we, we don't need to go in. My theory is it's 10,000 years old, the New World Order or longer. But that's another subject for some other day. But I thought Moscow is an interesting word. 
It because is an interesting word. There's M, a connection. There's M gotta is be. male, man. <laughs> M is man. W is woman. Communism, communism is all about trans. And trans, if there's a single agenda you had to describe, it was really serving the communist um, plan. It's transgenderism. Oh, absolutely. It breaks up families. It breaks up everything. It breaks the entire nuclear. Every piece of it. Even we we talked about, um, you know, a a knight in shining armor. It defeats him when he thinks he's a girl. (laughs) Completely. So I, I, and then, okay. See, I I talked to the number O, K, O is like a head. K is the 11th letter, a broken column, and it's shooting through. And it's going to break through that wall. I mean, the OK is. So that's why yeah. when, I, when I see Moscow, you see two O's in there. So in other words, the O right. symbolize, can be used to symbolize a human head. So Moscow, you have M-O. Yeah. And O-W for woman. And um, Well, and what is the just, cow? Right? Oh, then you, you that's right. Then I even, that's right. Thank you for reminding me. And then I even realized that the word Moscow has the word cow in it, which cow, that's a very, anytime male, you refer male, to a woman. Or excuse me, female as, cow. Yeah, well, anytime you refer to a woman in, in a category that's usually uh, reserved to describing cattle, right? lactating, it's an extreme, horrific insult of womanhood. Yeah. So there you have, so you have that transition and and a female insult built into a word which i believe was manufactured by the same groups of you know these people but thousands of you know in england you know who knows where it was who came up with this and it satisfied their you know deep perversion and their abject hatred of womanhood and i think that is a linkage why those cities were located where they were located so in other words it predated this guy koberger but the the hatred kind of effervesced and could have been used by people that were kind of guiding him in one direction or another. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it's funny that you say the guiding because I immediately thought, okay, this is, this is, this smells of the CIA and their false flaggery that they do. And I'm like, oh my God. They probably, he's probably one of these kids that they set out because you have been, we have to understand, we've been infiltrated from within. So we have people in in the the teachers that are working, that are agents. We have Hollywood. We have so many people, so many facets of our country that have been infiltrated. And the CIA, why do you think JFK said want to splinter it in a, in a billion pieces? Is it a million or a thousand or something like this? But um, there's a CIA connection to this. I'm telling you, this right here is just confirmation for me to that I made this connection right now. This, this has yeah. CIA written all over it. Because I believe they do a lot of their black ops stuff. And this, you know, because it's all about fear, fear, fear. So let's bring the fear to Idaho where, you know, That's it's, right. it's a conservative state. 
Um, right. People are there for peace um, because it's so quiet and it's mm -hmm. just nature and it's mountainous. Right. A lot of snow. This and that's why I keep describing it as snow white because there's a certain sense of virginity when yeah. you talk about yeah. snow. It's all fear, fear, fear. Right. And, you know, they've got to obviously, you know, uh, uh, play through their planned events and whatnot. So, but I truly believe that there's a CIA connection to this. And it makes sense because this is the kind of kids that they set out to take in, uh, that have been bullied, that are quiet, that are introverted. And yep. then they take them into their MKL Ultra program and yep. brainwash them and turn them into yeah. killers. Well, in conclusion, I will throw out a couple more crazy eights for you. <laughs> speaking of MK Ultra, <laughs> speaking of MK Ultra, yeah, many yeah. really believe firmly that um, um, Jim, um, who, who's the guy? Jim Jones. <laughs> Jim, no, who the other ones? Um, California massacre, Sharon Tate. What, what am I thinking? Uh, um, Char, uh, Charles, Charles Manson. Manson. Charles yep. Manson. Oh, 100%. They, we all, everybody's like, 100%. yeah, we know he was. And so when uh, when did his family go into the house of Sharon Tate? It was 1969. It was August the 8th. Oh, by the way, 21 days after, 21 days after the sacrifice of Mary Jo Kopechny. You see, so I have no question that Mary Jo was CIA because it was planned for hundreds of years. Yeah. So she was, so that was August the 8th, 8, 8, remember Delta 88, the Delmont 88. So it's all like in there. And then what day did Biden and the uh, attorney general, what's his name, send their henchmen into Mar-a-Lago? August the 8th. So it's all so dark. It's all so demonic, and we haven't stopped them. So that's the problem. We, in uh, you know, what um, Elon Musk is doing is great, but if we don't actually, these guys, you know, I'm sorry to say, they a lot of people need to hang. <laughs> oh they, my god! You know, like it's really because it's like if somebody is, if somebody's trying to commit mass murder <laughs> against you, what are you supposed to do? You can't like, well, put him in jail. Maybe he'll get early no. relief for good behavior. No. Come on. No. You have to understand these people, the the people that are really doing this up at the top, they are not of us. No, I know. Okay? I know. And All right. Well, is the extent the existential threat that our president John F. Kennedy was talking about in his speech correct. about secret societies? Okay, I'll I'll conclude this by saying one last thing. That moon launch was the most, I believe, the most important event in human history for occultists. I think they, I really think they were planning it for thousands of years, if you want to know the truth. But that's a whole much longer story. Um, and that was July the 16th. So remember, 21 days prior was Mar Joan Marie. Two days after was Mary Jo. That date was so important that 30 years later, JFK was going to a wedding. JFK Jr. was going to a wedding. And this plane crashed. Or some people say they saw a flash like a missile. You know, who knows? There'll never be an investigation at this point. At, no. at this rate, there will never be an investigation like there should be. Um, no. But they tied JFK Jr., I believe, to the same event. That's how important this is. Wow. All right.
interesting, right? Well, it's yeah, just, sure is. I just, and then wasn't it's there endless. something else came up? So I'm, there was another thing that came up. I think it was in Utah. So we got to dig into that and see what's going on there. But yeah. it's just, it's so bonkers how it's just connected. And there are no conspiracies. I mean, there there are no theories. They're conspiracies, right? Yeah, I mean, another and word then, for conspiracy is a crime. All right. Exactly. And another the thing for conspiracy theorists is a, a detective, a crime fighter, right? So it's it's yes. a good thing. It's not a bad thing. And the thing. CIA coined that term conspiracy as a result of JFK. Conspiracy um, theory, that's right. Yes. I know. So it's, it's, it goes, it basically boils down to coincidence. There are no coincidences. Coincidence. I hear you. I there are no coincidences. I've had oh, a rough morning, folks. All right. Well, hey, Jamie, it's really <laughs> great seeing you again. It was great yeah. seeing you, Robert. Thank you, you, Robert. Thank you so really much for coming it. on. I appreciate it. You are a, a wealth of knowledge when it comes to talking about these secret societies and the deep state. So I appreciate it. Yeah, I just got to try to get the word out. I mean, I, I just got to get yeah. the word out because I'm sure people would be thrilled. Oh. But I just don't know. I can't do it. So if you can give me a hand in getting something... Well, going this is, where I can this is what I've always said. Like we talk about God, right? And this journey to God, and you know, people are starting to really understand what God is, right? But we we need to talk about the enemy because we have to understand the enemy that we are dealing with. Because if we want to defeat the enemy, we gotta get well, in that's right. mind. That's right. Know, defeat the enemy. We gotta know. Yeah their way and how they move and all of that that's, right. that's how you win the war so that's right that's i appreciate right. you coming on and i agree we definitely need to get that out yeah all right jamie thank you so I much love Robert. You. okay love you bye. too thank you so much god bless you right. god bless you bye eddie bye oh wow guys wow a lot of connections right and i was talking about this whole cia thing because i think the cia is responsible for these well i mean that's kind of already been talked about the the kids that do these sh uh, high school shootings and whatnot so the cia it needs to be dismantled completely um but hey we're learning how the enemy works and that's how we defeat the enemy um when we talk about militarily right um and spiritually so i like to couple all of that <laughs> so that you know when we go about putting on the armor of god every day and we understand who the enemy is we are good to go so Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for your support. Um, as you know, I'm on Rumble. I'm on Spotify. Um, my backdrop, this is, it's, they did vertical and not horizontal. So that I've got to fix because this is just a hot mess. But what are you going to do? <laughs> so um, thank you so much for coming um every time to listen to me 
and my guests. I really, really do appreciate it. I hope that what we present resonates with you. And it's just, I want to talk about God, but I also want to make sure that we understand who the enemy is. So thank you so much for listening and take care of yourselves.